0: This is Diving Board, a show about artists, the art they make, and a wide range of social and cultural issues. I'm Bill Valerio, and I run the Woodmere Art Museum, where we tell the stories of Philadelphia's art and artists.
1: And I'm Stephanie Marudis of Cuvenda Media, where we produce narratives for social
0: change. As part of our Freedom's Journal exhibition that explores the art of Jerry Pinkney, we're diving into the subject of civil rights and the pursuit of freedom. We'll be focusing specifically on the images that Pinkney, who's a master watercolorist and renowned illustrator, created for The Old African and Minty, A Story of Young Harriet Tubman. Both books bring to life the terrible historic facts of the transatlantic slave trade and put a human face on the brutality that enslaved Africans endured. The Old African and Minty are two of many accomplishments in Pinckney's career that tell the story of African Americans in the United States. A major point is that this is American history. These stories have helped Pinckney understand and connect with his own history, but he also sees this history as belonging to all of us. And we are presenting this exhibition of his work to raise consciousness about this art history, and to give ourselves over to works of art that create an emotional understanding of what this history means. And here at Woodmere, we've created a unique storytelling experience around Minty and the Old African with my friend and colleague, Warren Ori, who organizes and performs at our Friday Night Jazz series. And so, for our Freedom's Journal exhibition, we asked Warren to interpret these two stories in music, which could then be used to accompany dramatic readings performed by Suzanne Burgess and himself. When you think about this young girl, Minty, and then
2: you go to the other extreme, you think about the old African, they were both on the same mission. Yes. They both on the same mission of not just escape, not just running away from, but running to something. Running to the freedom, Mm -hmm. and running to the sense of dignity that is so important in life, in living, and being able to look in the mirror and be okay with that person that you see there.
1: And from where we stand today, trying to make sense of our current world, 2019 marks the 400th anniversary of when the first Africans were brought to Virginia in 1619 and forced into slavery. In commemoration, there are various initiatives taking place this year to remind us and engage us in this painful history, as Suzanne Burgess points out. So now we have to take this, allow those that have had these
3: atrocities happen within our histories, our legacies, um, let them be what they are, but let those people tell those stories. And don't lessen them because they're painful. There's something to be said about pain. There's growth. Because eventually, you know, you always have the scars. And scars make you remember.
0: It's so important that Suzanne brings up the scars and the hurt because in America today, at the time of this recording, we are trying to make sense and address the discovery that the current governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, in 1984 put a racist photograph in his medical school yearbook and is being pressured to resign. And we're also grappling with inflammatory remarks from the President of the United States and its dangerous ripple effects on our society.
1: So on our show today, Warren Ory and Suzanne Burgess will share what these stories mean to them and how they view their performances as a springboard for broader conversations around slavery and freedom. And along the way, we're going to hear excerpts from their dramatic readings of both stories. We've also made their performances of The Old African and Minty available in podcast form so you can listen to these stories in their entirety, so you'll definitely want to check those out.
0: And on that note, I do want to make a quick plug for two other related podcast episodes we've released. First off, there's the amazing conversation between Jerry Pinckney and Crystal Lucky, a professor of African-American literature at Villanova University. They dive into what it might have felt like to be an enslaved African brought over in the Middle Passage, how to talk with children about this history and find solace in what Pinckney calls the Ark of Promise to overcome this painful history. And in our other episode, we take a tour with Jerry Pinckney through his old stomping grounds in Philadelphia's Germantown neighborhood. You'll hear about how he grew up and the influences that have driven him as an artist. My name is Warren Ory.
2: I'm a composer, musician, producer and just a lover of life. To me, life is music.
3: I am Suzanne Burgess and I like Warren to do a couple things: sing, write, draw, act, mother, daughter, etc, etc, etc.
0: Nonstop <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Before we dive deep into the Old African and Minty, just a few key points about each story. The Old African is a story by Julius Lester and it was inspired by the 1803 revolt of Igbo captives aboard a slave trade vessel off the coast of Georgia. And especially through Jerry Pinckney's illustration, the story brings to life what it might have felt like for Africans captured in their homeland, forced and crammed into ships with hundreds of others, and eventually enslaved in the Americas. And then with Minty, a story of young Harriet Tubman, we pick up with what it was like to be a girl born into slavery. Written by Alan Schroeder and illustrated by Jerry Pinckney, Minty is a fictionalized version of the life of Harriet Tubman as a girl who had the desire from her youth to escape to her freedom.
2: Just by absorbing these stories, I started hearing the music, and particularly these two were interesting because they both deal with with either the African continent itself or the effects of slavery after having come from the African continent. But again, Africa is a continent full of different sounds. It's not all just drums. And the music I thought of for Minty, the instrument, the kora, was what came to mind right away. And then coupling that with Suzanne's beautiful voice as a speaker, narrator, and as a vocalist, I knew that would work. So, uh, I say it all the time, I am so fortunate to work with so many talented people that all of this is very easy, so to speak. They make it easy for me.
3: Well, it is in fact, I'm on the part of his brainchild part of it, with the museum having asked Warren to do this and him inviting me to be a part of it all. I believe, in fact, that it is all one and the same, but this particular grouping of illustrations and storytelling of the black experience, both getting to, you know, the during and the after is very, very uh, intense and special. It is, in fact, there are some topics and just some verbiage there that is very, very acidic. And to try to express that through narration, accompanied with, you know, Warren's brain of being so loose and being so free with it, I think that it makes it, I hate to use the word palatable for people to understand it, but I think that it, does that. I think the way that he allows the music to flow in and out of and in between the words and just giving it a chance to breathe, I think it's easy for a child to understand and it softens the blow but hits where it needs to for the adult heart and mind. She listened to what Saunders had to say. Minty never got a chance to speak for herself. Whip her said Mrs. Broadus. (laughs) Whip her good. (laughs) And if it happens one more time, you tell my husband here, we'll sell her down south. They'll know what to do with her her in Georgia. The overseer tied Minty to the fence. Then roughly, he ripped open the back of her shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody's able to get it this way and i think that it's important if we can't have healthy dialogues about this very sensitive topic and especially right now this is just a very very human way to teach because that's what this is about he's able to teach us through his illustrations exactly what was happening you know exactly what they were feeling exactly what they were you know, hoping for, and then to have that music come in and swell behind it, and it's just an experience. And I think it's necessary. I really do, I think black history should be taught all year round. I don't think it should just be a couple months, you know, a couple weeks. This is something that everyone has to own up to.
2: The old African had trained himself not to eavesdrop on the souls of others, merely to satisfy his curiosity. But when any of them were in pain, he slipped inside their souls as effortlessly and quietly as a bird going from a tree to the ground. And he pulled, he pulled, he pulled the pain from the channels of their souls as if it were a worm in the earth. One of the things that's very close to my heart is the portrayal of African and African-American people as weak and, and as having no backbone and just taking it. And that's not true. And one of the reasons I agreed to do this was because it dealt with resistance. It dealt with a form of not just running away or just, but of, of just resisting. And so I think that we need more stories like that where black men and women fought they stood their ground and fought this throughout so that's why i wanted to do this because the old african was a fighter minty was a fighter and i want that spirit more known to people that no we don't come from a people who just said beat me master or you know take my wife and take my dignity. No, that's not the kind of people we come from. But that's the kind of people we were told we came from because it helped keep us in a position of servitude and of submission. It's not that I'm you know, saying we should all go out here and radical burn baby burn, but what I'm saying is let's know our real history. Let's know that we come from warriors and the warriors did not take it. I'm for making this information more global, that, hey, we are strong, resilient people who won't take it. The Lord reached to grab her, but Ola skipped away and ran towards the ship's side where she jumped onto the railing and without hesitating, dove into the water far below.
3: and i thought what kind of love what kind of desire for freedom what kind of independence you know that's massive to be willing to risk the waters to be free
2: jaja <laughs> rushed to the side and looked down ola ola he called jaja jaja she called back There was no fear in her eyes now. And as she sank, a smile lighted her face like the rising sun turns dark trees green. Ola! Ola! Oh, Ola. One morning, a few days after Ola became free, You know, we hear things like, okay, they were all crammed into a ship together. I mean, okay, so that alone for a lot of people is like, wow. But now let's break it down. Let's break down the details. What does it mean to be crammed into a ship together when you have to go to the bathroom, when you're sick, when you're just hungry? What does all of that mean to be chained to another person who's laying right next to not even laying next to you, but who was squashed. I mean, what does that mean? How do you go to the bathroom? What do you do? You know, it's, you know, unfortunately, we don't think about details. We read in the newspaper, so-and-so got shot. Oh, wow. But do you think of the details? The bullet went through his kidney. Now what? What happens next? Where's his or her life? if at all. You know, we don't think of the details. And this, that book, for that particular episode of the human existence, made you see and read about the details of how when the old African was saying, you know, the person next to him just, you know, let it all out, just let it go. And even the guy who he was chained to got shot in the head, you know, He's chained to him, you see? It's the details. Details help you really feel and smell the story. The captives were made to lie on their right sides. Their bodies curled against each other like spoons resting in a drawer. Zsa, Zsa could feel the heat of the man behind him Lying on his back, the man's knees resting in the crooks of Jaja's Zha knees, just as Jaja's Zha head lay on the back of the man in front of him. His knees and thighs tucked in the crook of the other man's legs. Jaja lay in the middle tier, which he found out quickly was the worst place to be. The worst place. Even though there were round windows that brought in air from the water and open hatches in the ceiling let in more air, it was not enough for the almost 250 men, women, and children who lay as tightly against each other as feathers on a bird's wings.
3: In relationship to what's happening now, to what lengths will we go to just stand To be free, to be heard, to have our stories told, and to have the right to tell them. Whether we were put in places of submission, to be placed in positions of severe torment and hostility, and to still have it happen now and still be a people that pushes through.
2: The old African closed his eyes and pictured a bird in his mind, a bird with yellow eyes that could look down from the knave of heaven and see a rabbit running, a bird with wings as wide as salvation, a bird with a beak so sharp it could rip out the heart of a lord of the dead, a bird with talons that could grasp sorrow and squeeze the blood from it. Mm -hmm.
1: And in Minty, a story of young Harriet Tubman, we can follow the threads of this determination to be free. Born as Eraminta, Minty was the nickname of Harriet Tubman when she was a girl. And the story tells us how she was born into slavery and endured hardship after hardship as a child.
2: You have to multiply that by thousands. You know, I mean, she's the spotlight, but so many thousands of children alone have went through that and whipped maybe being the more milder form. You know, they had to deal with mutilation and all kinds of other things that, you know, were just tough. And so when you multiply that, not only by the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of children, and then you add the adult population, it showed me the type of music that needed to be involved to help three-dimensionalize the story because the music had to be strong. Matter of fact, one of the mottos of my group is the drum beat, it's the heartbeat. So the drums had to be strong with the old African, but with Minty, I knew it had to be more than just the drums. It had to be this young girl's mind thinking and fighting. and. Resisting, and I felt the Cora would really help us weave in and out of that story without putting it right in our face so strongly like the drum would, but help us to really get into the mind of this young girl who was dealing with this.
3: Then little by little, she fell asleep. Curled up between her brothers and sisters, she dreamed of sunflowers and stars and called of the Whippoorwill. And the rough road she would take through the forest one day, when she had the courage. A road that would carry her to her freedom. With a, a subject matter so heavy and so strong, he was able to capture the youth. And the Cora gives it this tinty, kind of sunshiny, you know, flicking a tin can on a summer day kind of feeling. And she was this child that was given this great vision, but then she was this little girl at the same time. That evening, Minty told her father that she was gonna run away. I mean it this time. Oh, I believe you. Only problem is, you don't know where you're running to. Old Ben rose up from his chair. Come. Come, child, come outside, Minty. There's something I want to show you. Silently, they walked toward the barn. And old Ben lit his pipe. Then he pointed up at the sky. Do you see that star? You know, the bright one. That's the North Star, Mindy. And do you see all those stars next to it? And with his finger, he traced the outline of the Big Dipper. That's the drinking god. Now you listen to me. If you're gonna run, first of all, you gotta make sure it's not. Because the darker, the better. And before you do anything else, you look up and you find that North Star. It'll be the only marker you'll have, so don't lose it. Old Ben reached for Minty's hand. You follow that star, and it'll take you north, all the way to Philadelphia. Minty looked up at the dome of the sky to her. The tiny stars looked alike. Show me again, she said. And old Ben pulled her close, and with the stem of his pipe, began painting a picture of freedom in the clear night sky. That's truly a divine kind of um, inspiration, to be given that legacy. It's like she was spiraled down through the universe and given to all mankind to be inspired to be free. It's not just for blacks, but that you have a right to be free. Freedom. So now we have to take this. Allow those that have had these atrocities happen within our histories, our legacies, um, let them be what they are, but let those people tell those stories. And don't lessen them because they're painful. There's something to be said about pain. There's growth. Because eventually, you know, you always have the scars, and scars make you remember. But we have a wonderful opportunity to be able to talk about these things through music and voice and song now. And it doesn't have to be as painful, if you will. It just keeps it moving. I just think that we have to keep it moving and keep it real.
0: Special thanks to Warren Ory and Suzanne Burgess for joining us and their work along with the musicians who were part of our commission. And don't forget, we've made their performances of The Old African and Minty available in podcast form, so you can listen to these stories in their entirety. We've also released two other related podcast episodes. There's the amazing conversation between Jerry Pinkney and Krista Lucky, a professor of African-American literature at Villanova University. They talk about how to help children understand slavery and what Jerry calls the arc of of promise to overcome this painful history. And then there's the tour we took with Jerry to visit his old stomping grounds and learn about what has shaped his artistic vision over the years. Of course we hope you'll come to see Freedom's Journal, the exhibition at Woodmere, in person and join us for a series of related events being held. For more information about the exhibition please go online to woodmereartmuseum.org and follow us on social media at Woodmere Art. Thanks for joining us.